Hey everyone, it's James here again from Consensus Education, back with another brief explainer podcast. This one's to do with conclusions in public speaking. I'm excited to talk about this because I don't think conclusions are done particularly well in speeches, and I think there's just a couple of quick and easy ways to get them right, or at least more right than what we're currently getting them. Uh, Just so you know, brief explainer podcasts are about five minutes long. If you'd like something that's uh, longer, then go and have a look at our brief explainer videos, which are about 10 minutes long. You can find both on the Consensus Education Archive. And if you'd like us to cover something in particular, then please feel free to shoot us an email at info at consensuseducation.com. Righto, I'm going to kick it off with why I think conclusions are important. Conclusions are important because you've got to finish somewhere. Quite simply, a speech is only good if there is a message or some kind of deliverable at the end of that speech. And too often we look too much at how to grab people's attention without thinking about, hey, what am I leaving that particular audience member with, right? So we spend a lot of time in class doing things like sizzling starts, for example, without thinking about what type of conclusion are we going to use or what types of tools are we going to use in that conclusion. So that's why conclusions are important for you as a speaker and for an audience. Why I think conclusions are more important than introductions, which is a little bit more contentious, is for two reasons. The first one is that people spend more time working on their introduction than they do on their conclusion, which means that sometimes there's a little bit of a disjunction between what you started like and and how you're finishing. And the second one is because I think it's important to always keep in mind your purpose when you're speaking. You, simply speaking, got up Um, for a reason and you need to make sure that that reason is clearly articulated and your conclusion is probably one of the best places to actually do that. So now I'm going to quickly go over some of my pet peeves when it comes to conclusions. The first one is really simple and that is people that say thank you at the end of speeches. I'm not a huge fan. The reason I'm not a huge fan is because it can take away from the entire speaking experience. So in this case, uh, a lot of speeches are about very interesting material about informing people or persuading people and thanking them for listening to you is probably devaluing your own experience a little bit. Um, And it's probably devaluing the speech a bit. Moreover, there's just people in the room that are already doing all the pleasantries and the nice things for you. So it, it kind of can take away from your message. So don't say thank you. The second one that kind of annoys me a little bit is really explicit calls to action. Now, a call to action is something where after a speech has been concluded, you ask for the audience to do something in particular. So that might be, so the next time you see someone littering on the street, tap them on the shoulder and say, don't litter. Um, These types of endings to speeches are a little bit canned. They're a a little bit uh, trite. And what it can mean is that your speech can sound like almost every other speech about this particular subject. So we've got to try and find a way to, if you're going to use a call to action, make it far more interesting than that. Um, Or if you're going to leave people with something, make sure you leave them with something that resonates with them personally, rather than telling them what to do. All right. So, um, how do we have an accent on my preferred version of a conclusion, which is a takeaway? Now, I call them takeaways because 
when someone has walked into the room, they haven't necessarily thought this. And so what are they taking away from the speech? And if you keep these in mind as blocks or building blocks during a speech, you'll find that your conclusion is very simple and very easy to write. And that is reinforcing the takeaways from the speech is better than just looking at it as a simple conclusion. So if you want people to rethink their behavior, if you want people to rethink history, if you want people to look at actions and assess them in a more empathetic or caring way, you can do all of those things and you can signal those things in your conclusion as well as throughout your speech. Okay, so let's have a look at some of the common mistakes that people make. Um, the first one's really obvious and that is explaining the obvious. So that is explaining the obvious stance in the entire speech. So it's just like a recap of all the things you've said. So I've talked to you about X, Y, and Z. Don't do that. It's boring. We've already heard your speech. The second one is having a conclusion that's too long. So that is if you've got a three minute speech, I've heard conclusions that are one minute long. So a third of your speech is conclusion. That is not the right way to do a speech. A conclusion should be at most about 5% of what you're actually delivering to the audience. In terms of the next one, it's a little bit more tricky, but that is coming to a conclusion that questions more than it answers. So that is, um, you know, by trying to leave people with things, you've give them, given them more things to think about that you didn't cover in your speech. So it's important to remember that your takeaways are only as valuable as the type of content that you've actually displayed to your audience. Just some final thoughts on this particular matter, guys. Uh, don't be afraid to start by writing a conclusion. I've enjoyed writing speeches this way. And that basically is start by saying, I want to finish here and then work backwards. It's a great way to kind of change the way that you think and conceptualize speeches. The second one is if your speech content changes over time, i.e. you put new material in there, update your conclusion as well, because the chances are you've moved the speech in a way that has also moved and given a different kind of value to the conclusions that you're drawing. All right, that's it from me, everyone. As always, if you'd like to touch base, please feel free to flick us an email at info at consensuseducation.com. Cheers.